The UPMC sports medicine experts in Central PA are here to help keep you in the game and improve your quality of life, no matter your age or activity level. Visit upmc.com slash centralpasportsmed to learn more. Welcome back, everyone, to another exciting week of our PA High School Football Report podcast. I'm your host, Nebby Asaz, here with my co-host and awesome sports editor at Live, Brian Linder. Brian, how you doing this week, man? I'm trying not to hang up, Nebby. <laughs> I just hit some button on this thing, and I don't know what's happening. Oh, yeah. Technology, look, I, you know, I used to be out in front of all this stuff, and I still, I still think I like to think I am. The 39, I think, is catching up to me. I think I'm starting... You know, when I started at newspapers and stuff, I was like 17. I think I'm going to be the old man. So, stuff's getting ahead of me, Nebby. Mm. What do you know about that? Well, how old are you, Nebby? I'm 25, but don't make yourself sound so old, man. You're oh, still you're young and millennial. <laughs> you're old, man. Yeah, I'm you know, getting up 20, there. At 25, you know, your, your testosterone naturally starts to decline. That's when you start falling apart. Man, I'm forever young. I got that mindset. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, you know, I know you stay in the gym a lot, but I, you know, hmm. I don't see the muscles. So, you know, you know, I don't, I'm not, how, let me, how the biceps look? Hey, they are all right. They there. Don't worry about that. They there. Curls for the girls, <laughs> stuff like that. Curls for the girls, do the dips. Mm-hmm. I used to be like Hogan. I used to have like 24 inch pythons, man. You don't believe me, do you? No, nah, I believe you. I used to rep out, man. 350. Boom, boom, boom. Pump it. I believe it, man. I can't pick myself up more across the room. I'm a mess. I'm I'm old. I'm 39. It's over, Nebby. It's not over, Brian. You got 14 more good years. It's a minor setback for a major comeback, my brother. You got a lot of football happening. How about that? We have a lot of football happening. And on the topic of a lot of good football, we have an amazing guest with us here this week. I feel like we haven't had a guest on here in ages, Brian. Hey, I don't want to keep our guests waiting, but I do want to bring up something. Okay. Our guests can weigh in. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and tell people who our guest is. We'll, we'll, we'll bring him in on this discussion, then we'll talk about him. Well, first and foremost, we have elite running back out of Bishop McDevitt High School, Sincere Bowers on here, five foot ten, about 190 pounds, swift and as fast as they get. Sincere, how you doing, man? I'm doing good. How about you? We're doing great. Thank you for joining us on this podcast today. Yep, no problem. So, Sincere, man. Yeah. You watched Sunday Night Football last night? Oh, uh, yeah, because I'll be in the fantasy draft, so I had to see how my players was doing. Oh, you got a fantasy team? Yeah. I'm about three or four of them fans, and I play daily fans. Who's on, who's on, your, uh, who's on your fantasy team? Uh, I got Patrick Mahomes, Cooper Cup, Tyreek Hill, um, Miles Sanders. Uh, how many people's in your league? Oh, we got like 10, I think, 10, yeah. And they let, and they let you draft Cooper Cup and Mahomes? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's... I mean, the QB, I guess the QBs do kind of slip down the board a little bit, but still. Yeah. My uh, my season-long teams did pretty good, but my daily fantasy teams. Don't get into all that stuff, young man. You get into all that stuff, you just watch money go out the door. Oh, no. My, our league's not a money league. It's just like a regular league. That's how you got to keep Have fun. So you, so you watch Sunday Night Football. You see Parsons, Michael Parsons do his thing? Yeah, that's, that's one of my favorite players. Yeah, you got two sacks last night, Nebby. On Tom Brady. And he got decleated on a chip block by Leonard Fournette. I saw that. 
see that yeah. sincere? Yeah, that was a good. That was a good. <laughs> now, now they got a little bit of a beef going on on Twitter. <laughs> Mike said it's a weak block, and and, and you know, Big yeah. Lenny's uh, tweeting the the crying Jordan faces at him. Von Miller said it should be an illegal block. Uh, yeah, because he's already getting blocked. The the Iron Sheik's even weighed in. Mm-hmm. Told him he messed both of them up. They keep on. Sincere, you're running back, my man. What'd you think of that that chip block? Uh, I mean, he was helping his uh, office alignment, but I think he was already getting blocked, so I don't really think it was a good block. I mean, it was a good, I don't know. It's both sides, but I mean, I wouldn't do it. The office alignment already had him. But, but you know, your, co- your, your, your coach is going to tell you to, to come in and bam him like that, man. Yeah. You know what happened, right? right? He did the right thing. You know what happened, right? I mean, they, Parsons was getting, getting Brady. You know, they mm-hmm. said, look. We can't somebody, have that. Somebody's got to go get 11, man. Mm-hmm. Just double teaming. So Big Lenny, Big Lenny went popping, my man. Yeah. I don't know. Look, you know, Micah and I have a pretty good relationship. Maybe went to brunch with him and everything. <laughs> yeah, in Dallas but, uh, last week. But, you know, I, I see both sides of it. I mean, it's uh, he's engaged with a left tackle in the NFL. Pretty good one at that. I mean, it's tough to. Got a, a running back who's 250 pounds, like Fournette, and it's hard to do anything with that. So of course he's going to put you on your butt when he when he chips you like that. Um, yeah. I don't know if it should be illegal or not. I mean, Von Miller says. No, I don't think so. I don't know. Foot, you know, at some points football, whatever. Michael still did his thing. He still got two sacks. So. Cowboys got some problems though, right? Mm-hmm. Him a good 19 three. All right, enough about that. Sincere Bowers, man. You went out and had a game. I was I was watching it on TV, and we had Dan Sostic there with him live. And mm-hmm. uh, you guys went out, man, and 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 <laughs> you really you really beat those guys up over the weekend, man. Yeah, it was a statement one because uh, I mean that team was pretty good. I feel like we just played like that was like the best we played like in the past years. I've been at McDevitt. We played really like good. We came off the ball hard, and um. Everybody did their job, to be honest. So, Nebby, LaSalle beat McDevitt last year to start the year. They were a hard-nosed team. Mm-hmm. You know, last year they beat them. I think it was like 21 to, 21 to nothing, maybe? Yeah, they 21 to nothing. 21 And I know you guys used that as sort of like uh, where you needed to go through the season last year. You ended up in the 4A title game. You know, when you yeah. go back and you play me again this year, you open up a tough loss to a really good MO tub. Yeah. You have a week off, and now you're going to go play LaSalle. You guys really put a moment, put it, put it on them. What was the talk going into this game, and, and where was McDevitt at mentally, and what were you guys saying going into this thing, man? Um, Coach Wright just kept telling us, uh, you know, it's gonna be a hard, it's gonna be a hard game. Um, don't um, what's it called? Underestimate them. We weren't underestimating anyway because they beat us last year. And also, like, just uh, do our job and come off the ball, play physical. That's a, that's the main thing he said. Play physical, play physical. Because LaSalle is usually a very physical team. So, he said play physical, really. Do your job. You know, Sincere, I tell Brian all the time, the first time I saw you play last year was against Lower Dolphin. Last season was my first football season covering football at Penn Live. Oh, yeah. And that game, you guys went out and you annihilated Lower Dolphin like 66-7. to Keith and Stone both had four touchdowns in the first half and didn't play a down in the second half. And you and the second squad come in and just continue to rip and run. I believe you had like three or four more touchdowns on top of Marquise's touchdowns. And then yeah. at LaSalle, you you were 
you were the marquee guy, right? You had 116 rushing yards, seven carries, 108 receiving yards, and scored three times. I mean, what has that been like for you? I mean, you're sort of referred to as the 1B running back on the team, right? Because you got Keith as the mm -hmm. starting running back. But the chemistry for the both of you has been amazing since I've seen the both of you play together. Nonetheless, you come in and you're, in my opinion, just as good as Marquise. You could be a 1A on any other team in the mid-pen. Um, what was your mindset coming in and, and what do you see out there? What kind of helps you get going? So every game, I come into it like, um, so we got a lot of athletes on McDevitt, like everybody, Rico, mm -hmm. me, Jeff, Tyshawn. Like, every time I touch the ball, I know I got to do something with it because I don't know when I'm going to see it again mm -hmm. because, you know, we got a lot of athletes. They might score one play and then we're not on offense no more. So, and then uh, people also, people think, like, it's a hate, hate between me and Marquise. But, like, to be honest, I think he's, like, one of my best friends on the team. Mm -hmm. So, it's really like, um, yeah, when I touch the ball, I know I got to do, do something with it. So, that's really what, uh, I guess, makes me play well in game. Mm -hmm. Just uh, knowing. I don't know when I'm going to see the ball again. Well, they're, they're using you a little differently, too, I think. <clears throat> yeah. You were split out a good bit, right, against LaSalle. Like, like what are yeah, the different ways they're using you guys together and stuff? Yeah, because they want me, me and Marquise on the field at the same time. And so Coach Weck, I can catch the ball well, just as good as I can run it. So Coach Weck was like, uh, play play a little bit of slot this year. And I I like slot, you know, catching the bubble route, mm -hmm. the, uh, the digs, the post. I like it, so. And me and Marquise on the field at the same time, so it's dangerous. You know, that really makes you more valuable as a running back, too, because I think, mm. you know, it's always been good for running backs you can catch the ball, but you're seeing more and more with the the way offenses are going to these guys who can can do it all, can really sort of have wide receiver skill sets, <clears throat> and uh, but can also play running back. and helps create mismatches and stuff like that. Mm. I mean, how much does he talk to you about that? How it helps you as far as the next level. And how is how's the recruiting picture looking? Well, recruiting is pretty good. Um, you know, older man Bowling Green Bowling Green is probably recruiting me the hardest. Mm. But then I have like a couple of like uh power five schools like recruiting me, like sending me like uh mail and stuff. Um but uh wait, wait what did he say? He said something about matchups. Well also the skill set of just being able to split out wide and play play that spot oh, yeah. and just run those routes catch the ball, that helps you in terms of what colleges see from you because of your ability to create as right? Yeah, because mostly at the slot spot, you're either, you're either going against a linebacker or like a safety that's paying like 10 yards off. Mm -hmm. So it's like really easy because linebacker can't keep up with me. And the safety, he's already 10 yards off, so one break on him, then I'm... So I'll say slot spot, easier than running back, to be honest. Mm -hmm. And like Brian mentions this here, um, your versatility makes you more dynamic as a player, right? I would say, you know, um, I, I would compare you to like a Debo Samuel in the league. But yeah. I want to ask you, who's one of your favorite players to idolize, whether it be in college or in the NFL, and why? Uh, definitely uh, Chris McCaffrey. Mm -hmm. That season where he had um, a thousand receiving yards, a thousand uh, rushing yards, like that was like uh, that was like the best running back season to me, like ever, because mm -hmm. like. Not a lot of running backs can do that. Uh, a lot of running backs just run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. But for him to be able to catch the ball just as good as he running, that stood out to me. So definitely, uh, Chris McCaffrey's my favorite running back in the NFL. Look up Roger Craig. I'll drop a old head reference on you. Look up Roger Craig. So. Craig. 
A guy from McDevitt used to be, a couple guys from McDevitt used to be pretty good at that. Ricky Waters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ricky Waters. And LaShawn McCoy. Both of those guys were excellent receiving backs as well as mm-hmm. runners. So. Definitely. I yeah. have footsteps to follow him, my man. Mm-hmm. You ever meet any of those guys? No. I never met LaShawn McCoy or Ricky Waters, no. If they ever come by to school or anything like that, man, make sure you meet those guys. Pick their brains because, uh, you know, Ricky should probably be in the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Sean should be going in the Hall of Fame. So Yeah, they both should be. Yeah, man, Shady had a lot of good things to say about your football team this year and last year whenever we spoke with him a few months ago. And, you know, he he gave Marquise a lot of props. But he gave you a lot of props, too. You know, he kind of credited Keese with being a bit quicker than he was in high school. But he said he loves the the mm-hmm. connection between you two, and you're probably the strongest one-two punch there is in, in the mid-pen and central PA. But sincere, we'll be back with more football talk after we take a brief word with our sponsor here, UPMC and Pinnacle Health. The UPMC sports medicine experts in Central PA are here to help keep you in the game and improve your quality of life, no matter your age or activity level. Visit upmc.com slash Central PA Sports Med to learn more. So, Sincere, we talked about, you know, the transition, uh, not not much of a transition, but you um, playing a little bit of slot along with running back this year. Last season, you had a thousand rushing yards as a as a backup running back, so to speak. There were times where you and Keith were on the field together. Nonetheless, what has this senior campaign been for you so far? I know Brian kind of mentioned uh, how the recruiting process has been going. You said Old Dominion, Bowling Green. For those who don't know, I, your, your teammate. Mario Easterly from last year is at Old Dominion, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah. What you you still have a long road ahead. You guys ultimately the goal is to get back to that 4A title title game. Hopefully, you get to avenge yourselves against Aliquippa. Um, what 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 is in your mind, game in game out, and each practice heading in to this football season this year? Oh yeah. Well, the biggest thing I want to show people that uh, I'm not just a backup. Mm-hmm. I'm like just as good as any running back in the state. Mm-hmm. That's one. And then. Uh, you know, um, I guess just to offer it, I'm, I'm trying to get bigger offers. So to get bigger offers, you got to show that you deserve them. And, yeah, so that's probably what really motivates me the most is that. I'm not showing people that I'm not a bag of all that. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's talk about this McDevitt team. Obviously, you guys came into the season with state title hopes. Uh, the Amotep game was a physical game. That's a good football team. Uh, you know, you guys struggle some on offense. You don't score one offensive touchdown. You know, how what what did you guys say after that game? How were you guys able to rebound and, and like it felt like last week was a was a big game. You guys got the weapon. We knew the talent. We know the talent you guys have, right? But mm-hmm. you know, how did you guys respond? How were you guys, you know, what were you guys saying in the locker room after the MOTEP game? How were you guys able to regroup and get back out there like that? So basically it was it was the reason we lost that game is because of mistakes. And like we we all knew what the mistakes was, drop passes, missed assignments, um, not coming off the ball. That's what, that was the mistake, and we knew how to fix it. So all weekend practice, it was hard practice. That, that's really a lot of We had, like, five good practices going in the playing LaSalle, um, and we fixed it. Um, there were no drop passes in the game. We came off the ball. We did everything we had to do. So I think I, – I, I, I honestly think we play Tep right now. It would be a different score. Mm-hmm. Uh, but don't, don't let them out hear that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, those guys, yeah. Coach Johnson. Coach Woodland and those guys that they don't mind they don't mind the bulletin board stuff. They'll uh they'll they'll stick and they'll yeah, recognize it. They'll uh they'll let you know about it. But listen, 
one of the things we like to do sincere is just talk about the person as much as the player. And so, you know, obviously you really kind of came onto the scene uh, as a player last year. You know, we started seeing that you could do some things. And I think you averaged more than a first down a carry last year. And I think mm-hmm. 12 or 13. Like 12 yards. Mm-hmm. But, you know, who who are you, you know, what's your story off the field? Who is sincere Bowers? And where where'd you come from? And who are you? Uh, well, I grew up in Florida, and I moved here when I was, like, five. Mm-hmm. Then, uh, I was five. I didn't, I was scared to play football. I was just playing basketball. And then I started playing football, like, my peewee year when I was, like, I think it was six or seven. I was, like, yeah, I was, like, seven, and I played nose guard. And so, um, when I was playing nose guard, and I wanted to quit, I told my when I went home, I told my mom I wanted to quit. And she ain't let me quit, so I played nose guard the whole year, the whole year. And then um, finally, uh, uh, I think it was like my pony year. The first year, uh, I got faster and all that. So I was a little bit bigger. I wasn't really like me. So I got a little bit faster my pony year. And then I started playing running back. And I was like the best on the team. And then that's when I uh, started taking the football stuff serious. Started uh, continuing to play football. My midget, my midget high school. Oh, midget, I played at Redland. I was just about to ask uh, that, okay. Yeah, midget. I played at Redland. We did pretty good. Uh, it was a decent experience. I don't really know. I, I ain't really like Redland. I ain't want to play for the high school at all. But they were a little racist and all that, so I ain't really want to play for them. Mm. And then Coach Weck, uh, he came to one of my games. Like, uh, like he came to one of my games. When I was playing at Redland, and uh, he he liked me and all that. So uh, that's when I started going to McDevitt. Uh, I guess I toured it, or like yeah, I like walked around with a student that already went there for like the whole. Uh, the whole um, day, and I liked it. The football was cool. So I came in my freshman year. I probably came in at like 5'5", 135. I was really little. And, you know, uh, Marquise was there. Marquise was already – he was Marquise was big. Thing. So uh, I was playing cornerback first, and I didn't really play varsity at all. Uh, and then I hated it. So sophomore year, I did all these push-ups. And I think and I, and I, I think I got like 160 sophomore year. And uh, that's when I started playing running back. I started playing, and that's when I did. I did good, but you know it was COVID year, so we only played like I think five games, and I only played three because I was eligible for three. Mm. And so my grades really held me back right there. And then junior year, that's the year. Uh, I told myself I'm not missing no games, and uh, because junior is the most important year, really. So I told myself I'm not missing no games, and uh, I got bigger again. I started working out with Coach Maggis, and uh, I got a lot bigger. I think I came in at like 185, and that was like really like my breakout year. I like thousand yards and all that. And then I guess now we're here. Uh, trying to do the same thing. Uh, win state. And- so like you know, going back there real quick about you saying about ponies and stuff. Somebody said something or treated you yeah. some 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 type of way that was that was messed up. Oh yeah, midget like Redland, they were really really racist. Like the coaches, they were cool. It was mostly like the kids. Like there's a like a lot of like I'll, I'll tell you one experience. Like we was going, we was doing like kicker turn, uh, kickoff kicker return, and a uh, regular uh, what's it called? And like in practice, and uh, the kid he came down. I I wasn't looking. It was practice, so like we don't really like be hitting each other in practice. And then so like when I was looking the other way, because someone else called the, the kicker turns on the right side, and someone else called the ball. He's counting over and blindsided me. And then he said, "Get up inward with the hard R." Mm-hmm. And that's when my mom. That's when my mom took me out of there. Like I, we fought. Like I wanted to fight him. When I got up and I punched him, 
Oh, he had a helmet on, so I like kind of like mugged his helmet. Then the coaches ran over and broke it up, but my mom took me out of there. I ain't played football like for the rest of the year, but then I started playing for uh, Devin like the next year. I don't know what we're gonna do in this world, man. We got some stupid people in this world. Just ignorance, but you know, it I'm a white guy, so I can't. I I haven't experienced that, so I don't know what to tell you. Other than you know, I hate, I hate mm-hmm. to go through that, you know. But yeah, it looks like yeah. it worked out better. Yeah, definitely. Like Brian mentioned, since there, you know. Instances like those, you just have to use as fuel and motivation to become the best person that you can be, right? Because you can't change people in the world, but change starts with you, right? Be the change you wish to see. And you're, you're, you're in control of the narrative of your life and the things that you can do. Um, Brian, you know, we learned a few things about Sincere here on this podcast, and I'm so happy we had you come on. I didn't know you were a Florida guy. Florida produces some... Yeah. <laughs> what part of Florida? Uh, Orlando. Yeah, I, I worked in Daytona Beach for... Probably six years before I came here, five and a half or so before I came here. So, love Florida, man. Yeah. Didn't know you were a Florida guy. Didn't know you grew up on the West Shore. If you were playing for Redland, you you lived in the, on the West Shore. And, okay. Mm-hmm. So, I mean. You said you worked out with Coach Mackis, too, before, you know, kind of making that running back. A lot of people don't know Mackis. Yeah. You know, he, he trains Chase Evans. Or he did. At least. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he still does, but you know, good bit. And, you're going to meet Chase, the guys that work, that, that work out with Coach? Oh, say it one more time? You're going to meet Chase or any of those guys that work out with him? Oh, yeah. You talking about Chase Regan? Chase, Chase Edmonds. Oh, Chase Edmonds. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, I don't think. No, no, I didn't meet Chase, Chase Edmonds. Because, no. you know, he trained he trained him, too. Yeah, he trained Chase Edmonds. He has him, like, on the wall and stuff. Yeah, he, he trained yeah. Chase. So he's a guy who, look, you know, obviously he's an assistant to me now, but that's a guy who who's worked with some pretty good running backs. So as far as training and stuff, that's a good guy to work out with. Yeah, he definitely helped me get way more explosive. Well, Sincere, you know, one of the things we like to close off with, with every guest we have come on our podcast, are uh, words of encouragement or, you know, something like a motivational message message that you'd leave for athletes in the mid-pen or, you know, across the world that are listening to this podcast that come behind you. What the grind is like being a high school athlete, but also, you know, a, a, a running back, so to speak, in your position that's being recruited heavily. And you know, sort of how to go about it, how to stay focused. Any any type of advice that you'd give any you know high school football player who who wants to you know be on the pedestal that you're at. Uh, well, it's really um just focus on your grades. Uh, because you don't want to be in a position where you can't play or like you can't go to the next level because of your grades. So it's really just focus on your grades. If you're good, your skills are going to do the rest. As long as you're out there every Friday night, you're going to be cool. So I, I guess just focus on your grades, like. That's the main main part because that can hold you back from everything. You know, you know, Coach Whiter's gonna go make a chip block a guy now. <laughs> yeah, I like players blocking now. Well, you have to, you have to, uh, you have to pop a guy now. Yeah. Uh, hey, I want to ask you before we go. High expectations for the David team, man. You guys are getting ready to go on a run. You should be pretty good here. Did I come back around? Al Quippa's probably in the row. I talked to uh, Quay Hayes. In the off in the off season, he talked about how they were getting ready for you guys. You guys have been getting ready for them, man. Definitely. How excited are you about this run across the second half of the season, and and uh, hopefully maybe meeting Alaquipa again. Yeah. So right now we just got to run through these seven games. There's no disrespect to them, but they're not really any hard games. And then just to get focused on the playoffs and stuff. So and then Alaquipa, that's like ho- hopefully we can see them. They make it. Hopefully we can see them again. Because I know I'm gonna, we're going to try our hardest to get there again. So hopefully we can see them and get our 
I got a feeling you guys are going to be hearing a lot more of that physicality stuff from Coach Wecker because that's what Aliquip was all all about, right? I mean, that, that's a physical football team. Yeah, they're they're probably the most physical team that we played. Yeah, you guys going to, have to be ready for that ground at the end of the year. Everybody's kind of looking forward. I think everybody in the state kind of, you know, besides the other four A teams who want to get to state. Mm-hmm. A lot of the states looking forward to a McDevitt Aliquip, hoping for a McDevitt Aliquip rematch. So it'll be be fun to watch, man. We're glad to get you on here, Sincere. You know, we're doing a lot of stuff this week on, you know, we already threw three games of the season, Abby. And uh, so not at the halfway point yet, but we're, we're closing in on that fast. But right, looking at some of the guys and stuff, and Sincere's a guy with college offers, and we've written about that at Penn Live. And I haven't really talked to Sincere, but I've been in his inbox a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, back and forth about that kind of stuff. Um, but, uh, you know, he's a guy who despite the offers, those headlines, I think. He's probably still a little bit underrated. Mm-hmm. Under here, just keep working hard, man. Keep doing right, guys. Go watch his film. Check him out. Somewhere they can find you on Twitter. Uh, sincere B, capital C, C Y N C I R, and then just B, lowercase right. B. Film out. You know, like I said, he's a guy who can run, catch, good. You know, tough runner. So keep it up, man. All right, thank you. Yeah, no problem. Sincere, we appreciate you coming on our podcast. And for those listening, continue to come to PennLive.com and subscribe for all of our exclusive content. Take care, folks. The UPMC sports medicine experts in Central PA are here to help keep you in the game and improve your quality of life, no matter your age or activity level. Visit upmc.com slash Central PA Sports Med to learn more.